I hope you had a Merry Christmas this past weekend. And just before we start our Best of 2021 series, I want to let you know that this week is a critical week for our ministry. Would you pray about how you can be used by God to help Haven today keep sharing the story of Jesus in the year to come? I'll share our contact information with you in just a moment, but now let's start our program. Every few months, there's a new health fad, quinoa, coconut oil, avocados, and now chlorophyll. Yes, the compound that gives plants their green color is now being touted as a healthy superfood. Is it really true? I'm not so sure. This past year, millions took to the social media sites like Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok to post videos of themselves drinking liquid chlorophyll. It's what makes plants green and helps turn sunlight into energy. But for humans, many are claiming it's a miracle. Reports of weight loss, reduced anxiety, overall better health. Before you turn green with envy and rush out to get it, remember, these claims are all too common. Scientists say the health benefits are moderate at best, and it certainly isn't going to miraculously change your life. Just eat more vegetables, they said. As humans, we're always cutting corners to get rich or healthy quick. Instead, the Lord says, faithful diligence, imitate Christ, who left nothing undone for us. Welcome to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris, and as the Christmas season comes to an end and we head towards a new year, we're returning to one of our best-of series of 2021 called Getting the Gospel Right. What is the gospel? How do we know we are really saved? Do we need Jesus plus something else, like maybe works, faith, or the American dream, to know God or have a better life? Why is there so much confusion today about what the Bible teaches about the gospel? American culture's influence on the gospel or what I call the American gospel, is a problem. It's a distorted, corrupted gospel. It's what happens when you add promises of the American dream of health and wealth and prosperity to the gospel, and it distracts completely from the person and work of Christ. That's filmmaker Brandon Kimber. He's going to be joining us in a few minutes to help answer some of these questions that I just posed. He's produced a well-made documentary exploring the false gospels of our day called American Gospel, Christ Alone. From the moralism to prosperity, the gospel has been diluted, distorted even by many, and it's important to understand what has happened and how we can truly know what the Bible teaches about salvation and good news. I'd like to send you this DVD for your substantial year-end gift to this listener-supported ministry. And could I ask you, just give as much as the Lord leads you to give to us. We still have much to raise to start 2022 off in a good financial footing. So please pray about the gift you can send and contact us today. And remember, your gift by December 31st is tax-deductible for the year. Our phone number to call after the program is 800 654 2836. That's 865-HAVEN. Or go to haventoday.org. You can watch a preview of the documentary and make your gift there. 
That website, once again, is haventoday.org. And now, let's listen together to Rend Collective and Nailed to the Cross. When I stand accused by my regrets And the devil roars his empty threats I will preach the gospel to myself That I am not a man condemned For Jesus Christ is my defense My sin is nailed to the cross My soul is healed by the scars The weight of guilt I bear no more Praise the Lord, praise the Lord When the doubt and shame hang over me Like the arrows of the enemy I will run again to Calvary That rugged hill of hell's defeat My fortress and my victory My sin is nailed to the cross My soul is healed by the stars The weight of guilt I bear no more Praise the Lord, praise the Lord My sin is nailed to the cross My soul is healed by the stars Now I'm alive forevermore Praise the Lord, praise the Lord It is finished, it is vanquished Hallelujah, praise the Lord All the glory, all the honor To my Savior, Christ the Lord It is finished, it is vanquished Hallelujah, praise the Lord All the glory, all the honor To my Savior, Christ the Lord When I stand before the throne at last I will worship Him with holy hands And raise the song that never ends Of Jesus Christ, my righteousness My sin is nailed
increasing number of people, but were raised in churches that didn't take the gospel seriously or took it for granted. Wow, like Jesus died for my sins? That's so convenient for me. I don't have to go to hell, but I'm going to go do my own thing. <laughs> and surprise, surprise, they don't know what they believe or why they believe it. We're assuming that people understand the gospel. I think it was Christian Smith who said that what we're seeing nowadays in the American church is the rise of what he calls moralistic, therapeutic deism. How to make people moral. You know, I look like this perfect golden child, but I was so dead. A place to go to feel better about themselves. I'm asking you to feel good about who you are. And so as a result, we're seeing a church in America that's becoming ultimately Christless. So if we're following the gospel thinking it's all about us, we've missed Jesus' words entirely. The fact that we were raised Christian doesn't make us a Christian. We have to have a supernatural rebirth. I went from somebody who hated Jesus to a guy that loved Jesus and spent all his time at church. Why? When you come in contact with him, you change. Like there's nothing that I could have done to make this happen. Like he literally gave me a new heart. And when the heart changes, everything changes. If this is true, this story is so captivating. All I knew was that I had severely overlooked something. I opened that word and nothing was ever the same. What you just heard was an excerpt from American Gospel, a DVD that is making the rounds and has grown in popularity ever since its release. And with us from Cleveland, Ohio, is Brandon Kimber. He's the producer of American Gospel TV, or AGTV. Brandon, we've never had you in the program before. Let me just say welcome, and thank you for taking some time to be with us today. Well, it's great to be here, Charles. Thanks for having me. I got to tell you, we in our meetings talk about what kind of programs will we do on our stations around North America and stations around the world. And American Gospel just kept coming up. But a few weeks ago, we were having our daily prayer meeting at the ministry, some of us on Zoom, some of us working at home. And the head of our shipping department, he said, I've got to just tell you guys about something I've been watching, and I just couldn't quit watching it. And he talks quite fast. And Mark says, it's called American Gospel. And we need to offer this. We need to tell people about that. Well, we just heard an excerpt. And you attend a friend of mine's church, Alistair Begg, who many of our listeners would know of. Just give me an elevator pitch of what the documentary is about. So I believe that American culture's influence on the gospel, or what I call the American gospel, is a problem. It's a distorted, corrupted gospel. It's what happens when you add promises of the American dream of health and wealth and prosperity to the gospel, and it distracts completely from the person and work of Christ. Well, a lot of people have been watching this DVD that you've put out. And you include excerpts from prosperity, gospel preachers, teachers, but you also include a lot of biblical scholars as well. Let's talk about this gospel. What, what did you want to move away from? And I guess what I'm wanting you to talk about is the moralism that we've bought into uh, in American Christianity, but it's our export to the whole world. Just talk to me about that a little bit. Sure. Well, moralistic preaching is preaching the commands of Scripture 
without anything else. So it's kind of assuming that everyone knows what the gospel is, and then all you're hearing is a message about what you should do, um, whether that be serve more, love, love God, love people. That is a summary of the law. And a big thing that has helped me a lot is distinguishing between the law and the gospel. So the law, Mm -hmm. I'd say, is summarized as do. The commands of scripture, love God, love people, is the summary of the Ten Commandments. Um, When Jesus uses the law in scripture, let's use uh, the rich young ruler, for example. The rich young r- ruler asked Jesus, "What, what should, what good thing can I do to inherit eternal life?" Let's listen to a little more right now from the video documentary *American Gospel*. Now, it sounds like a very safe question. It's actually a landmine. What must I do to inherit eternal life? It, already, it's about performance. What must I do to inherit eternal life? And. Uh, Jesus responds with great wisdom. He says, why do you call me good? Only God is good. And then he says, you know the commandments. But Joy, then what, but what is the standard of goodness? Be good to your neighbor, don't cheat on your husband, don't steal. Don't lie, don't steal. Gives them the list of the commands. But in the Bible, God's standard is the Ten Commandments. I'm good on that too. And the young man immediately says, all these I've kept since I was a boy. Jesus just said, only God is good. And two seconds later, what does the young man say? Me too. In which case he gives himself the status and the stature of God. It's just pure pride. And by the way, breaks the very first commandment, you shall have no other gods. You've never told a lie before, ever? Why, is that one of the commandments? It's the commandment. Some more excerpts from the documentary American Gospel. And the man who came up with the idea and put it all together, Brandon Kember from Cleveland, is on with us on the program today. Brandon, is there one verse, one place in Scripture? You mentioned the rich young ruler. Is there another place in Scripture that really would drive this home to what you're trying to say? Yeah, so in 1 Corinthians 15... Um, we have Paul telling us what is of first importance. Um, and this is the gospel message right here summarized. Um, and he says, Now I would remind you, brothers, of the gospel I preached to you, which you received, in which you stand, and by which you are being saved, if you hold fast to the word I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. For I delivered to you as of first importance. What I also received, that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures, that he was buried and that he was raised on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. And it goes on to explain how Christ appeared to uh, the apostles and himself and five mm-hmm. other, 500 other witnesses. But that verse right there is telling you that the gospel message is of first importance, and the content of that message is all about the person of Christ and what he has done. So, he died for our sins, he was buried, raised on the third day. It also includes his perfect sinless life that he lived uh, in our place. And so, the gospel is, it literally means good news. It's an announcement of something 
that has been done on our behalf. If you think any commands of Scripture are the gospel, then we have a problem (laughs) right there. Because if I am told to love God and love my neighbor with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength, if I'm honest with myself, I realize that I have not done that. (laughs) And I can't do that on my own. And so that is the bad news. That's the law is like a mirror that shows you your sin and need for a savior and is meant to point you to the gospel, which is the person of Christ, the person and work of Christ. And, and the good news is that he has done that for you. He lived that perfect sinless life that you could never live. And he took the punishment for your sins. And the response to the gospel is that you believe that you trust in what Christ has done for you. Um, by faith alone, in Christ alone, and it's not about what you do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Good. Well put. I need to let people in on a little secret here, and then I want us to listen to a little more from this documentary that you've put together. Um, it's fast-moving. Tell me what you have also done in your life as a film producer <laughs> that helped lead you to making this documentary called American Gospel. What's your history that makes this so good? Well, I right out of college got a job and started working um, at a a small video production company. It's the same one I am still working at today. And we started producing local Crime Stoppers television for our local station. It also ended up in Miami, Florida, Los Angeles, Chicago. And that was basically a 30-minute uh kind of local America's Most Wanted type of thing where we interviewed detectives and families of homicide victims and we'd reenact crimes. And so you could say that maybe my fast-paced editing (laughs) comes from that TV experience because you kind of want to keep people's attention. (laughs) We do have short attention spans today, Brandon. So, (laughs) all right, okay, that's the background. Let's listen to a little more right now from American Gospel. I believe God is going to send you some treasure you don't know about. Only giving opens heaven. You've got to let it go out of your hand before God releases it from His hand. I actually grew up with no background in church. When I fell into the Word of Faith, Prosperity churches, I thought that that was the truth. And so I fully depended on my pastor for feeding that to me. I guess I just had this knowledge that God existed, but I didn't have an understanding of who God was. I had no clue what the gospel was. I never really heard it. As far as I knew, he died and rose again so that I could have a prosperous life. You know, Jesus died that we might live an abundant life. And so that's what it was. Thanks. Thanks for my ticket, you know, so. I view the Holy Spirit like the genie from Aladdin. I had a totally false understanding of God. And so when God didn't do what I felt that he was supposed to do, I was very upset with him. I was very upset. I fell into a discipleship course at my old church. The curriculum was by a third-party organization. And that's where I first heard the gospel. And from that program, I began to realize that my church wasn't teaching the gospel, wasn't preaching the gospel at all, and was also a prosperity, word of faith church. And so soon after that, I left that church. 
Brandon, let's let's talk about you know this is this is a Christian documentary. It's sound biblically, but it's done in a Crime Stoppers sort of way, which is why people can enjoy watching it and keep watching it as well. You've gotten a lot of response to this, haven't you? What have you heard from people? Wow. Um, it's hard to describe, or I don't even know if I can quantify the, like, the impact, but it's, it's been worldwide from Africa, Australia, Europe. Right now, we currently have 21 languages, and a lot of these were done by volunteers from mm. other countries that are like, we, the prosperity gospel is a problem here, and we need this translated to help the people here. So it's not just an American problem. Um, it, it's being exported worldwide. Mm. I We get messages of people who, who say they've, the Lord graciously used it to save them, to um, take them out of deception. And it's just overwhelming that, that something like this <laughs> could be used in that way. I think the person and work of Christ is the most attractive thing that we can present to people. That message is the power of God unto salvation. And every time we add things like health or wealth, or we, we cover up that message with something that we think is more attractive, those people who we are calling to faith are not coming because of a love for Christ. They're, they're being attracted by something else that you're holding up. Mm-hmm. I think that's tragic, and it's resulting in uh, false conversions. People who, you know, grew up in a church and and think they're Christians, but they may stand before the Lord as uh, in in Matthew seven twenty one and and say, Lord, Lord, did we not do all these things? And He says, I never knew you, and that's mm. that's one of the most terrifying verses in in scripture that that there can be people that are deceived like that um Mm. and notice they they point to what they did in their life in their ministry Mm. they prophesied raised the dead did miracles casted out demons and that's not the gospel it's not about again it's not about what you do it's about trusting in what christ has done yes and does continuing today Uh, Brandon Kimber, would would you just pray that people listening to this program today would not be incensed at what you're saying, but they would investigate what you're saying and maybe find out what really is biblical Christianity and maybe not what I've grown up with? Lead lead us in prayer. Father, I thank you for um, your son and and sending Christ. to live that perfect life that we could never live and dying the, the death that we deserve to die for our sin. And I thank you for opening my eyes to uh, the truth of the gospel and, and how gracious you were in doing that. And I just pray that you would do the same for um, those who are listening right now who may have grown up in a similar situation as myself um, in church thinking that they um, understand Christianity, but maybe after hearing this, um, they're hearing things that they've never heard before. And I, I just pray that you'd soften their hearts and uh, 
and and use this uh, film as a tool to lead them um, to the scriptures, and that you'd use that um, as as a means to bring salvation. Um, again, we thank you, Lord, for for your grace and and your gospel. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Well, Brandon Kimber, it's been a delight. And a joy to have you on, especially after watching your documentary. Thank you so much for being part of the program here on Haven Today. Thank you, Charles. It was great to be here with you. Haven Today, and I'm Charles Morris, in a best of 2021 program called Getting the Gospel Right. I'm grateful we could play some clips from the American Gospel documentary. And for your year-end gift, I'm going to send you the DVD right away. And more than anything I've seen recently, this movie takes a hard look at North American moralistic Christianity as well as the Word of Faith movement. But it also presents the life-changing gospel of salvation by grace alone, through Christ alone, by faith alone. Pray about how you can be used to help us reach our year-end goal. And after that, please call us and make your gift at 800-654-2836. That number again is 800-65-HAVEN. Or watch the preview we've posted online for American Gospel. You can also make your gift on our website at haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks so much for joining me. Won't you come back again tomorrow? And again, in this special week, we share together the great story, the true gospel of Jesus Christ, here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. Who is Jesus to you? A question that demands an answer, and one that Christ himself asked his disciples one day while walking on the road to a Samaritan village. And then just like today, there were a lot of opinions. Elijah, John the Baptist, what are the other prophets? That's close. Peter confessed that day, you are the Christ, the Son of God. As the book of Hebrews 1-2 reminds us, in these last days he has spoken to us by his Son, whom he appointed heir of all things. So, who is Jesus? not just one of the prophets, the prophet of God. He speaks to us fully and finally. Listen to him, God says. He won't lead you astray. Spend more time with Jesus with Anchor Devotional. Visit getanchor.com.